0: Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you are listening on, say, iTunes, for example, why not go to iTunes and give us a nice rating? That builds our presence, helps uh, move us up in the rankings, and uh, helps build an even bigger following. So that's very cool if you could do that. And again, costs you nothing. While you're on the web, why not check out our website at TravelTalesPodcast.com. The website looks great. Uh, built by my friend Gary Rickey. It looks awesome. Check it out. See the articles, see the pictures, see the videos, uh, see it all. And while you're there, you can click on our social media links to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. You can follow us on Stitcher Radio. Check all that out. It's on the bottom of each page at the website, which is TravelTalesPodcast.com. If you want to write me, Write Travel Tales podcast at gmail dot com. You can send me any kind of feedback you want, positive, negative. I like hearing it all. Well, I don't like hearing the negative so much, but I will read it. I can guarantee you that, and probably obsess over it while uh, lying in bed at night. Anyway, I want to get right to the episode, a lot to get to, a lot of stories from our guest Mira Bloom, someone I've been trying to get on the show for quite a while, but she's never been in town. She's always either on uh, the East Coast with her family this past year, she goes to India all the time, which she talks about on the episode, and I was lucky to catch her in a window when she was uh, in L.A. for a brief period of time. So, let's get right to it with the lovely and talented Mira Bloom. Enjoy. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with Mara Bloom. Did I say that right?
1: You absolutely did. Okay.
0: Now, M E H E R A, let's get this out of the way. Okay. It's not the most common name.
1: Really? No.
0: No. I, you're the only Mara I've ever known.
1: Really? Yes. That's amazing. Is I it? know a lot, actually.
0: Well, in India? Maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, tell me the uh, where you're from and why, uh, why the name. Where did it come from?
1: Well,. Thank you for asking. Sure.
0: <laughs> I bet you've never been asked.
1: Never. Never. So Mara means, this is good, it means coming from love.
0: M-E-H-E-R-A. Mm-hmm. Okay. In what language?
1: In, I think in Persian. Okay. But it's an Indian name, but it's, you know, Persian descent. And I was named by Mara Irani before I was even conceived. She planned my birth with my mom.
0: And this is a, uh, a spiritual yes. advisor?
1: Uh, yes, a spiritual, amazing woman in okay. India. And when my mom was there, uh, right before I was conceived, and she said, wouldn't you like to have a little girl? And my mom actually said, no. <laughs> she said, <laughs> really? She, she said she was difficult, and that my grandmother was difficult. And Mara said, well, how about a nice, easy girl when you can dress up? And my mom said, okay, I'll call her Mara. And Mara said, <laughs> okay. And that was, that's where my name came from.
0: Okay, but you have a brother as well, right? Adi. Older brother. Mm-hmm. Younger? Okay. Older. And ADI? ADI. ADI. Good Means, research. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, what uh, <laughs> does that have a meaning to? What does
1: that uh, mean? Probably, but I haven't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't looked into it. I
1: haven't researched it.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm guessing. Actually,
1: you want to hear something weird?
0: Yes, I'd love hearing something weird.
1: Okay, so the reason we're, another reason why we're named Adi and Mara is my parents kind of, sort of, had an arranged marriage. Oh. Not, I mean, it was their ultimate choice, but it was suggested in India that they marry each other, and the two people that were really behind it were Adi and Mara. And they also, my parents really looked up to them, so that was...
0: Okay. Yeah. So I should tell the people right now, if they can't see you, you're not exactly Indian. I'm
1: not Indian. Okay.
0: And, uh, but your your parents were living there? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs>
1: No, they okay. were visiting. Tell me, I mean, they were kind of. Off I'm the sensing hippie parents here. Hippie, this is, okay. seventy, seeking, doing their thing. Got
0: gotcha. you. And yeah. Okay, so uh, your mom's an artist. That's right, painter. Okay. Right, and so I'm guessing around the time you were born, they did she study? Is this this is this a religion, or is this a just a?
1: Uh, oh, Meher Baba. Because
0: um, the first time I heard Meher Baba was with Pete Townsend as a Who fan. He dedicated uh, some albums to him. Yeah, I think o- solo album. Baba
1: O'Reilly. Baba
0: O'Reilly. Then he
1: has some amazing songs that are for Baba. Oprah Vardigar is actually Baba's prayer mm-hmm. that he put to music. Let My Love Open the Door is like yes. God singing to everyone.
0: Okay. Well, let's yeah. start at the beginning here. Okay. Um, we met at a... Uh, we have a mutual friend. We met at, like, at a Christmas party, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes, and then uh, I remember you saying uh, all of a sudden, mentioned something you just come from India or something. And my no, it was my travel Roger ears perked up.
1: Party was think. it his party? Yeah, no,
0: but it was weren't you at the Christmas party? I
1: was there too. but I think that was after.
0: Oh, okay. Either way,
1: because so, I think I had just come back from India, India, India. Yeah, and my travel
0: ears perked up. I yes. went, oh,
1: you were maybe I just come back from B- Bali. No,
0: I just didn't. Yeah, I did. Well, I did three months on the road, and Bali was one of the stops.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And uh, you said you had lived in Bali or something? for, Or you've been yes. back there 57 times or some crazy thing? <laughs> no,
1: that was India 31 times. 31 or times? Or 30 times, 30 times. Okay, something like.
0: <laughs> we should tell people you're originally from where? Myrtle Beach, South
1: Myrtle Carolina. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Hey. Hi. Hi, y'all. Hi. Go Cox. I'm a South Carolinian.
0: I should say go co- Gamecocks. That's the mascot of University of South Carolina. Thank I don't you. want people to go, wait, why did he yell, go Cox?
1: <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Yes,
0: and what... Okay, now I've uh, used to vacation as a kid in Myrtle Beach.
1: Fabulous And uh, yeah, so we used to <laughs>
0: camp there. What is Calabash seafood?
1: Oh. Tell me that. You're going to put me on the spot. I'm not going to know things. Because those signs
0: like are everywhere down yeah, there. Yeah,
1: Calabash is like... Is,
0: is it a way of cooking you know, it or oh frying God. it? I think or? it's
1: just the name. Oh my God, this is really embarrassing <gasps> because what if I... I think it's just the area of town. It's just Calabash. I mean, it's like... Really? I think it's North Myrtle Beach, like just north of North Myrtle Beach, Calabash.
0: Okay. I just thought it was a way of like a style of cooking or something.
1: I I don't think so. I think it's just the name of the town. That's
0: where I had hush puppies for the first time. Oh,
1: yeah, hush puppies. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It seems like
0: an odd place to grow up.
1: It is. It is, right? It totally is. Beautiful
0: beach, but...
1: Yes, my favorite beach in the world.
0: Yeah, beautiful sand. Mm-hmm. I remember that Warm water,
1: 86 degrees in the summertime.
0: But you get hurricanes. That's true. Did you ever have like a big, massive hurricane when you were a kid?
1: Well, Hugo was the one that was like the most, you know, when I think about it, I always think about that one. Um, And we left town. They said we were going to get the eye, but we didn't. Charleston did. Mm. And they had a lot of devastation. But it didn't really get us, actually.
0: Okay. So how do uh, hippie parents that have been to India...
1: Wind up in Myrtle Beach?
0: Wind up in Myrtle Beach. Well, actually,
1: Mahir Baba has a center in in Myrtle Beach.
0: Ah, now we're getting somewhere. (laughs) So amongst the
1: all, amongst to, all yeah. the fried
0: seafood and T-shirt shops and golf courses, Baba has a has a school. Day. Yeah. Okay. It seems parents, like an odd place for him to go.
1: Well, or okay. Actually, it's a cool story because his disciple – so Elizabeth Patterson, actually, her father was Simeon Chapin, and Brosen and Chapin – oh, goodness, I have to do research. <laughs> Basically, they had a lot of land. Okay. And so she gifted the – 500 acres of land to to meher baba for the center there's a whole story involved but that's how it okay. happened
0: so your parents end up there and this or is like in the mom. 30s oh okay okay
1: so it's not like it was myrtle Yeah, you know, i mean it was different at the right
0: time. there was nothing down there yes
1: yeah
0: uh so you're down there
1: so, so both my parents
0: both your parents are well down i was
1: born in, actually i was born in Westboro, massachusetts okay and then we moved to Merle beach when i was one
0: all right so yeah. you're the family's down there mm-hmm. they're studying mom's an artist
1: Dad's a computer programmer.
0: Dad's a computer programmer. Okay, the straight guy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a mix.
1: Yeah. Interesting mix, those yep, two. Yep. Oh. Very interesting.
0: <laughs> so, did you travel much as a kid? Was Was that yeah. a big part of your?
1: It, well, I always wanted to go. Actually, to India. Right. But um, you must
0: have heard about it all the time in the yeah, house. Yeah, I
1: really and I would like dream about it. I really wanted to go, but they had made a rule at the place where we were going in India that you had to be seven. So I had to wait. And three days after I turned seven, my mom took me for the first time. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. And we stopped in Switzerland and London on the way. So this is my first time out of the country. Wow. Yeah.
0: And India is hard. Now, oh, yeah. Now, when I went there for the first time, this was only like, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. But even then, it was, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, yeah. I had been around the world and even that for me, it's, it's a... Wait,
1: where did you go? What sensory
0: overload. In the, oh, Yeah. I went probably, what was it, Christmas of 2010?
1: Oh, okay. Like, maybe. Well, yeah, so it's changed. Where did you fly into for the first
0: time? Uh, De- New Delhi. Okay. And then I was on a two-week tour, and then I went New Delhi, and then we did Agra, of course. And the, uh, I've never and- been
1: to Agra. What? I was 45 minutes from the Taj Mahal, and I was with my brother and sister-in-law. Yeah,
0: why bother and- go to see it?
1: Yeah, I was like, can we go to the Taj Mahal? And they said, no, we already saw it. I didn't get to go.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: very mean. <laughs> yeah,
0: everybody goes there. You got to get your standard photo. In front I was of it.
1: forty-five minutes away. Yes, you're right there. Yes. So
0: we went there: Agra, Jaipur, Udaipur.
1: Mm, I've always wanted to go to Udaipur.
0: Udaipur, uh, and then uh, did you
1: stay in that hotel that's on the lake?
0: No, no, no. We oh. took the boat around it.
1: Uh, I want to stay there. Yeah. I want to go there. Yeah.
0: And that was the big thing that they shot the movie Octopussy there, the James Bond movie.
1: (laughs) I was not aware.
0: Oh, yeah. They have signs that they're saying, oh, yeah. And by the way, right here? Yeah. By the way, I saw the movie again. Horrible.
1: Horrible (laughs) movie. It sounds really good. I'm surprised. Terrible.
0: Terrible. That was a weak era of the James Bond camp. Yeah. And then I got deathly sick there. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably Never happened Horrible. No. Horrible food poisoning. And um, that's a whole different...
1: That's a whole different uh, hour.
0: Longest night of my life. Horrible.
1: We could just... You should just do a show about people talking about their... Oh, we have.
0: Everybody... it's, It's rare when somebody goes there for the first time and doesn't get a little bit sick. Yeah.
1: And you like... When you're there, it's actually great to talk about... (laughs) <laughs> maybe just for me and my, me and my friends we like to
0: <laughs> talk about uh, throwing up all night yeah the, oh.
1: it's like you can commiserate together yeah I feel like it's like okay it's the only place where it's okay to have dinner conversation about that
0: yes yeah so yeah Udapur and then we went to uh, Ahmedabad where mm-hmm. um, Gandhi had his ashram this is pretty ashram, amazing and then um, uh, Mumbai and then Goa Nice. Yeah, and then I spent another week in Goa at, with a friend of mine at the beach.
1: Amazing. It was a good
0: trip. But Goa is like india light. It's like yeah. fake India. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's so uh, Portuguese-influenced and all that other I stuff. I haven't
1: been to Goa either, which I always mean to, but I haven't done it yet. But I always feel like it'd be kind of like Bali or something, but in India. Yeah.
0: Well, tell me about stepping off the plane for the first time at seven years old in India.
1: Okay, so this was 1988. Wow. September of 1988. I had a little jean purse. <laughs> That's where it all began. No, um, I just remember the first thing I remember is the smell. Oh, yeah. Like overwhelming. And it was probably midnight or, you know, I don't know what time. And just that, like the, du- like that, the, the, you know, like the sepia tones of the, I just remember, and like dust everywhere. <laughs> and getting on this little bus. And at that time, the beggars could come. Really, they could go anywhere. Now it's, like, very orderly. But then they it's come It's right orderly.
0: To- Where is it orderly?
1: <laughs> I didn't see any order. Comparatively. What you- yeah, comparatively. Comparatively. Good point. <laughs> my yeah. God, what did
0: it used to be? Yeah.
1: They exactly. climb in your, in your car? No, it's, like, 100 years back in time. Seriously, yes. when you go. Yeah. Um, no, and I just remember them pulling at my purse, and I was really afraid of my mom. was just, like, doing her thing, getting at on a the- a seven-year-old girl's purse. And I just remember being so afraid. And then we went to – but I was also so captivated. It was like this weird mix of just like total awe and also a little fear. And then we went to the hotel. It was the Lila Penta, now the Lila Kempinski, And now it's really incredible. But then it was
0: – What town? Or what city? This is, is, it? is in Bombay. Mumbai, in, okay. yeah.
1: And I just remember getting room service and – my mom was reminding me actually just recently, we had fish and chips because we had just come from London. She's like, Oh, let's get fish and chips. And it was cold. And so she called up to say, um, You know, our food is cold. And the guy comes up, <laughs> and he goes, picks up the french fry and goes, No, madam, it's not cold. It's, it's, it's okay. And he put it down like we were going to eat. And I said, mommy, he just picked up the french fry. You can't eat it now. And she's like, Oh, you're right. <laughs> That was the first... Sticks his
0: finger in the mashed potato. No, no, yeah. no, it's no, no, fine. No,
1: no, it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how long were you there?
1: And also, i I'm sorry, I found a journal that I had written. Somebody gave, me, oh. somebody gave me a little notebook and it says, my first trip to India. And all everything is like, it smells gross. I cannot <laughs> breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, keeping my face in the pillow the whole time. That I remember. But I was there. <laughs> let's see. I was there... Uh, a month or a month and a half, a or month?
0: something. <laughs>
1: something like that. Oh
0: my god! Did you at least get out of the city?
1: Yes. Yeah, so then, we once went... you get out of the
0: city, it's much more. Oh uh, yeah.
1: Then we went to where Meher Baba's home is. It's called Marabad and Marazad, and that's an Ahmednagar. It's about six hours drive or so from. Um, actually, I think we flew to Pune at the time. It was their really old airport. They didn't have a conveyor belt. They just had a cardboard, like a Not cardboard, but a wood box that they threw all the luggage down on. So mm-hmm. didn't actually move. <laughs> I just remember the airport was like a white box. right? And then we went to Nagar. That's the town. And that's when we we were there for probably like a month. And it was amazing. I felt like I was in a fairy tale. It was just the most exciting, beautiful. There was flowers and it was so thrilling. And I met Mara. That's when I I met Mara. The only time I met her because she passed away right after like uh, six months or seven months after that. So it was like it was probably one of the most incredible times of my life.
0: So you never met Baba himself?
1: No, he passed away in 1969. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're there for a month. So what yeah. is it? While your mom's studying or going well, off to Well, it's not do like
1: it? that kind of thing. It's just like very – it's cool. It's just social and there's no – it's not an ashram. It's not like that. Okay. It's just like you, you just hang out with these amazing people and you, it's – you drink chai. And, you know, it's cool.
0: <laughs> but for a seven-year-old, seven-year-olds can get bored pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, what did, what did you do to pass the though, time? I did though, because
1: Mara was so incre- – just being around her. I would go to tea with her. She would tell stories. And I would sit. She, would have a, she had a chair like this size, and I would, she would have me squeeze into the chair with her. And I, was just, I think I was just so aware of how amazing that she was that I didn't want to be anywhere else. I just wanted it to last forever. So I never was bored. I remember – Baba's sister, Moni, came and said, oh, you want to come play with the children to have me to do something? She, maybe she thought I was born. I was like, no, I just want to stay here with Mara.
0: Well, you must have been a pretty like calm kid. I yeah, mean, I was you're... very
1: shy. Okay. Mara was trying to bring me out of my shell.
0: Did your brother go on this thing too?
1: No, he went a few years earlier. Okay. And I really wanted to go at that time, but he,
0: he went. Okay, so we should tell people what you do now. Yes. You have a fashion line or like accessories I and
1: I do. called it's, Blumera.
0: Okay, B L U M E R A.
1: M E R A, exactly.
0: We can get in the plug now.
1: Okay. Blumera. Is it Blumera. Blumera. blumera.com? com. Okay.
0: Yeah. B L U M E R A. That's yes. Okay. So was was India the inspiration for you to design your own stuff?
1: That is a really interesting story.
0: Let's hope so.
1: <laughs> it's very boring. God willing. <laughs> Oh no! Don't tune out <laughs> now. Now. You, now
0: you just set it up. Now you, now you set yourself okay, up. Okay,
1: I'm willing to put some money on it. That's an interesting story. Okay. It is pretty interesting. Okay, so I was, you know, acting. That's what my job was, and then I got mercury poisoning. Oh Did I tell God. you this? No, I didn't tell you any of this. Okay, so eating I, too
0: much fish is that what the yes sushi? Yeah,
1: I think. Well, you know what I really think. I don't want to put this place out of business, but there was—I won't name it. So there McDonald's. was McDonald's. No, there was when I was in acting school in Boston. There was a uh, a little place across the street that we'd always go for lunch, and I think I would always have Greek salads with tuna fish. I only just realized this later, and I think maybe I got it from canned tuna fish there.
0: Oh, I wouldn't doubt it.
1: I mean, I had it a lot, and we, this was before anybody was talking about right. you know, mercury poisoning and things. Anyway, I was extremely fatigued. I was starting to lose my short-term memory. I had a, a difficult time even having a conversation because i couldn't remember the last thing i had said oh my god reading was really hard because i couldn't retain things and so obviously auditioning would be really hard but i didn't want to tell my agents that i was having problems because i was afraid they would stop sending me out on auditions and things so
0: you waited until they got word back and like boy you know mara seems to not know her line ever. <laughs> oh
1: god i know in retrospect <laughs> i probably should have said something <laughs> Probably would have yeah, said. But like one
0: line like mm, that's good tuna and like no nah, she she can't seem to say that
1: That's what it was like. It was torture. It was (laughs) horrible. It was really scary. So I, um, I, it's really it's interesting. So okay, Okay. so I was in India, and I wanted. So that summer, I was in India, and I basically I like prayed, and I said, "Please, God, help me find something to do that's still creative." And I can make my own hours and not too stressful because I need to be able to sleep in because I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And um, I still want to be able to act, but you know, I want something else creative in the interim until I get better. And then I went back here to LA. And uh, basically after that is when I was diagnosed with the mercury poison. And even how I got the diagnosis was a crazy story too. But then I was in Bali. I should fill in all this. Okay, so that's yeah. okay. okay. <laughs>
0: you went from having mercury <laughs> poison here so I
1: can, so I to India bottom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you get it here. Yeah.
0: You realize something's off. You something's wrong, but yeah. you can't. Did they diagnose doing, okay. it here?
1: So I was. On, this is how I got the. Di- so I was on the plane. I was doing a um a show in New York, a play, and the reason I could do that was because I was a play I had done before. So there, like my long term memory was better. I could okay. remember that sort of thing. And I was on the – and my brother was really worried about me. He said, you know, something's wrong. And so I was looking for like a tropical disease specialist or something like that. And I wound up on the on the plane. The guy next to me was this expert eye surgeon who had just come back from testifying to the FDA. And I thought, oh, you know doctors if I ever need anyone. And he said, actually, I have a doctor for you. But you'll have to use my name to get in to see him because he was like one of the – you know, his Hollywoody wow doctors. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hollywoody doctor. Yeah. This sounds so, very shady.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So I> go, <laughs> You're going to have to
0: be nude in this. Uh, trust me.
1: Um. So I go and he said, um, he did all the tests and everything. And he said that you you have one of the highest levels of mercury that you've ever seen, including oh in old people. Cause it accumulates in the tissues. Yeah. So basically long story short, I thought I had mercury poisoning. And, I, and then, you know, it makes you crazy. It literally goes to your brain. It makes you depressed. It just like does all kinds of stuff. And, so I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what to do. My mom said, why don't you come meet me in India? And I said, I don't have any money. I don't know what I'm in. She said, use miles. And I thought, okay. So um, I wound up using miles. And randomly, Bali kept coming up in my life. People kept talking about Bali. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I didn't even know where it was. And I was like, I'll probably <laughs> never go there. You know? And then I was talking to the person on the airline. And I said, is there any way I could go through Bali? And they said, um, well, we'd have to force it through. It's not a natural stop obviously and so this woman was so amazing for 90,000 miles she gave me la bali for two weeks in bali and then india all in business class so those are like that should be like 240,000 miles Yeah, give it to all for 90,000 and later i called her round trip I to, round trip oh my god i wanted to send her a bag as a thank you once i had started this whole thing but she was gone oh yeah that's amazing and yeah, cool so
0: See, I-, I always plug the miles on here folks save those miles save the miles gather them up so so you get to India.
1: To Bali. No,
0: you get to Bali before India. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So and your
0: mom did you, was anybody there? Nobody was no, there? No, no, no. Nobody
1: was there. You just show up? I just showed up. I did get lost the first day actually. And uh basically I just wound up looking for like little like side things to do and then the the bags kinda came to me while I was there, like the idea of doing the bags. And, it, and designing
0: it, your own well not really
1: at first it, i wasn't gonna i wasn't designing i just was finding things i thought well if we could change it and make it like this i think i could really sell it so i was just kind of like well okay so i went to this this place and i said you know i'd like to order back and i said okay well you have to go meet the owner so they take me on the the so back of their motorcycle so you're
0: in a, you just stop in a clothes store in bali like you a wander bag off the store. plane and you you walk and in, wander into a, a bag store yeah now, was Bali known no. for their bags? No.
1: I mean, I didn't know anything about Bali, really. Okay. Except for surfing and, you know, <laughs> right. whatever. Yeah. Drunken Aussies yeah, hanging exactly. out Yeah, exactly. I didn't even really know that. I got to know that. I didn't know <laughs> that. So, um, I'm having a Mercury moment. No. So-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mercury moment. I'm going to start calling them that. It's not a brain fart anymore. It's a Mercury moment. Um, so, you're in Bali. Yeah. And you, you say, okay, I need uh, a new thing. Yeah. And But did you... Was, I
1: needed something like. Did you ever ju- Actually I was going to do that jewelry girl,
0: Okay Were you that girl Who designed her own clothes In high school Yeah kind of, Well okay, in India the-
1: Actually it all started in India Because in India It's so easy to go to the tailor And say I want this 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 that oh, yeah, So everything's I was very so cheap used to there, Yeah and it, Well and also It's just normal To make your own stuff there With the tailor Right okay So I, it was very The idea of it Wasn't foreign at all To just ask somebody To make something for me So basically, by
0: the way, folks, that is the garbage truck outside. If you're yes,
1: very distracting. Hence, I'm having trouble telling my story. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Okay, so I say to this, you know, to the shopkeeper, you know, I'd like to find out about making some bags and ordering them. They said, okay, well, we'll have you taken on to the place. So this woman comes and picks me up on her motorcycle, and she takes me like, God knows where, some place. And I meet this woman. She's like really tough looking. She's smoking a cigarette. She goes, so, you want to buy bags? <laughs> like, yeah. So,
0: you're the girl that wants to buy bags, huh?
1: <laughs> So, she says, uh, it's going to be a minimum order, 30 bags, and you need to pay in cash right, right. now. And I just wasn't comfortable with that because they were going to send it to me. I wasn't going to get them right then.
0: <laughs> so, you, so some shady lady picks you up. Yeah. And they say, okay, you, I got bags for you, lady. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: And but takes I, you to
0: a dark alley. Yeah,
1: it was, it was shady. And I was like, okay, thank you. I'll <laughs> think about it. And I left. And I, I went to India. And that was it. But... Just
0: like that? You was like, I'm done with Bali?
1: <laughs> no. No. Actually, there's a whole other story. That was the time of the tsunami, which was oh. in Aceh. It wasn't in Bali. But I, um, I, I was swimming there in, and, in Bali. Not in okay. Aceh, but you know, I almost... I almost drowned, literally. It was like one of the scariest ocean moments I've ever had. And um, and that was just like a week before the tsunami. I don't know, just anyway in my head, it how, was all very connected at the time for how me. How would
0: you almost dr- drown?
1: It was one of the largest waves I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Oh, a life. wave. It wasn't like a riptide or something. You no, no, no. It. Like.
1: it was a wave. And I, what happened was I was at this beach and all the surfers were like at a halfway point, but it was breaking so hard where they were. And, you know, I grew up in Myrtle Beach.
0: Right. So I'm used to the ocean. Yeah,
1: I know waves. So I, <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to go, you know, what I do at home. I just go past the waves. So I just kept swimming. Just swimming?
0: yes yeah, so Or were I swi- you, you no, were surfing? Or- no, I was swimming.
1: So I swam double the distance that all the surfers were. Thinking oh. like, you know, I, I, when I said all I knew was surfing, I, I mean, that's not even really true. I didn't really, I mean, about Bali. It wasn't really that I knew, I didn't know about the water there. I didn't know about the waves or anything. And so... I just went out and I was like, "Oh, this is flat," and i was you know, probably talking to myself like, "Oh, this is so amazing." <laughs> la, la 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 la. And then out of nowhere, the largest wave I've ever seen in my entire life came, and I thought, "Oh my god!" So you know, I do what you do. You know, you dive under, but it was so big, I couldn't get under it. Oh. And it just started.
0: It flipped you over. Yeah. Oh no. And I
1: couldn't get up. I was. It just kept pounding me back down. And then finally, when I did come up, I was in such th- thick foam I mm-hmm. couldn't see anything. I was having trouble breathing, and um, again, like a little prayer at the moment because I thought that could be it. And one of the surfers saw me, and he paddled out to me. He's like, "Are you okay?" And he helped me get back in, and I was oh, shaking, God. just shaking. That's so and then later that day, I found out that that particular beach, a lot of tourists die. At oh that beach. Which beach that? was this? In, uh, in Legion. It wasn't Kuta. I was about to say Kuta. It was in Legion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed there. Yeah, that's oh where my. I was staying
1: too. My first time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. And then, just actually, more of that tsunami story. Then I went to Bangkok, and my friend Chris, who's Thailand's it girl now, but um, she was <laughs> uh, literally, she's really? every bus, see, like uh, everybody. She's like a model. She's an actress and uh, model and. I I don't know what else like every she, you see her everywhere wow. there like I'm sure she's of, hideous
0: yeah. I mean she's got to be horribly yeah. disfigured, I'm sure. <laughs> look at sure. your face
1: you're like can I yeah. later, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so anyway I was staying with her I think it was my first time and she said let's go let's go to Phuket we'll go wakeboarding and this was right before this was either. The day before Christmas or the day before Christmas Eve. I can't remember exactly. So let's go wake morning. I said, well, I've got my ticket in the morning to India. I don't know. She's like, come on, change it, change it. So I was on the phone with the airlines for a really long time to change my ticket so we could go to Phuket in the morning. And that next morning I woke up. I think it was for the next day. I don't exactly remember the timing. I just had this really strong feeling, no, I should go to India. My sister-in-law, my brother's wife's family was waiting for me. I just felt like you know it's best I go. And because I didn't go, none of them went. But if I had gone, we would have all been there. Wow.
0: During the tsunami? That
1: was during the tsunami.
0: Oh. Isn't that crazy? Man.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that was 2004, December 2004.
0: So that was your first trip to Bali?
1: Yeah, first trip to Bali and Thailand, actually.
0: But that's when you first had the inkling of of doing some bags. Okay, so then... So
1: then when I got to India, I got an email from the girl on the motorcycle who took me to meet this woman. And she's like, hey... I'm starting my own thing. Um, Do you want to order bags of me? And I said, okay. (laughs) And that's how I started because I actually liked this girl. I liked her more than the other one. So I said, yeah, sure. So we worked out something. And in the beginning, the bags were really cool and people loved them, but I was so afraid they were going to fall apart. (laughs) Like I'd always be like, oh, my God, I'm going to need a call that something happened to the bag. But people would stop me everywhere. I would be walking down Robertson. Someone would go, Oh, where'd you get your bag? I'm like, Oh, I, I sell them. And just oh. like a gypsy, I would just kind of sell them. So
0: that's how it started. You were the that's first model yeah, for basically. this whole thing.
1: Basically. So, yeah. Well, that's a
0: great idea, though. I mean, so this was nothing people could get here before no, you brought it. Not at all. They were only in India or
1: Indonesia. Or Bali. Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now, are they, is there, are, I don't know anything about that line, but I, Fashion in me, the whole industry—I have no idea. Mm -hmm. You could tell, but no, I can't tell. Very stylish person. I was
1: about to say I can't tell. (laughs) Um,
0: Now you're mocking.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not. Everyone at home, he's immaculate. Yes,
0: I'm wearing a tux. (laughs) Um, Theater of the mind—that's what this is. The uh, now—is that region known for that?
1: No, kind of thing. I mean, maybe now, but not. I didn't
0: because. I think India. I think you know. No, but,
1: not India. Bali or any, Indonesia. Indonesia. No, but I wasn't. I, it's a big difference. I, I was think not flowing getting leather fabric
0: of that's colorful and the, like, you yeah, know, from, silk and
1: all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, India. Yeah, yeah, with the embroidery and things. But Bali, they're. I mean, they're incredibly resourceful. Are these and leather? Do, I mean, yeah, they were leather. Okay. And they do a lot of amazing handiwork there, and um, like like woodwork.
0: Yeah, I think wood, furniture. like teak and no, but that No, of- but they're
1: very good with their hands, especially the Javanese and the Balinese too. But what happened was how it kind of turned into something. At that point, it was... I didn't want to do it. I mean, I just wanted to act. So people go, Oh, you're doing bags. I'm like, No, no, no. It's just like, No, a little,
0: I'm an actress. Thank exactly, you very much.
1: Exactly. It was like very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually, though, um, people were so into the bags. I thought, Well, you know, I'd, I want to do these. If I'm going to do it, I want to actually do it. I want to design it from scratch. I want it to be really good quality. I was so terrified about this quality thing. I was like, I, I want to start my own. Well, actually, no, no, no. I didn't want to start my own factory yet. I wanted to – I had heard rumors, and this is probably not true, but I had heard rumors that, like, Gucci and Prada and different, like, brands – And Blumera. I'm
0: putting you right up there. Yeah,
1: and Blumera. That's right. (laughs) But I had heard that they were making stuff in Indonesia, and I thought, I'm going to find these factories of where they're making stuff. And so I went there and looking for those factories, and then I wound up actually starting my own.
0: Okay. You started your own factory.
1: Yeah. Factory means like workshop. I mean, it wasn't like okay. Matt. I mean, know, it wasn't like huge. It was a nice space. It was pretty.
0: Now, I've never heard somebody talk about this but I've always been fascinated about it because it's a big news item here in, in America about, you know, working conditions and everything else in mm-hmm. Asia. So you say you want to start. I want to start my own company over there. Yeah. You go there, you, you, you open up a workshop. What kind of conditions did you see in Bali and in India? That. Well,
1: India. I didn't do any. I mean, I you didn't do any work. I, mean, I, do any work I, in I wasn't doing. India. Any work I gotta in think India. it'd be
0: cheaper in India, right? Yeah, India and Bangladesh is. and those places. Yeah, that's where most of the stuff's made. But, like a lot but of not leather and... work, though. Okay, leather work more. Yeah, yeah, Now, what kind of conditions are standard in Bali? Say for like working.
1: Um, it depends. I mean, like anywhere, there's every level of it. But I mean, my workshop was we painted it in the blue miracle. We oh. uh, actually we painted it. Uh, Magenta color and Mara means red in Indonesia. So in Indonesian, so we painted the walls, um, <laughs> magenta, like my, <laughs> my brand color. Cause my brand color is magenta and gold. And, uh, my factory manager, you have to do like a ceremony whenever you start anything and you have a priest come and they bless it and they do the whole thing. And he said, the gods have told the priest that the floor should be blue. And I said, okay. A blue floor? Yeah, All right. and I said, okay, well, um, how much do we have to do that's blue? I don't know. It was this whole thing. Anyway, they did, it turned out it had to be four feet of the actual wall had to be blue, and they probably made this up. I mean, my manager probably <laughs> made this up, because now that I think about it, it was blue Mara, and I thought that I was like, wow, oh. how synchronistic. I mean, this amazing. <laughs> blue in English and Mera in red, and we have the blue and the reddish magenta, but I thought, you know, but he said it was the gods saying, and of course. maybe it was. Then you maybe find maybe out the guy
0: owns a paint store.
1: Exactly. That's more exactly right. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> I mean, there must have been like language differences, cultural differences. What's the hardest thing about opening a factory overseas?
1: Well. What, is
0: there, I mean.
1: A lot it's of very different, corrupt there. Well,
0: of course. Yeah. yeah. You, you had to uh, find out who to pay off. And all of a sudden yeah, a guy shows up and he goes, you know, I'm the building inspector. Oh, yeah. I you got oh, everything. okay. How much yeah. do you want?
1: Right. And it, I mean I was there that time about seven months. But if you're – eventually I had to – you know, I came – had to come back here. And if you're not there, just – it's just really hard running things from afar. Even when you're there, it's hard to run things. But from afar, it's it's really hard. People – you know, they just take advantage. Right. I had a great – I had great workers and um, they made amazing things. But eventually it just became really hard. I had a whole problem with with – you know – stealing and, this oh, and, that and the other. it's just hard to you know
0: how many handbags uh like say a month were you churning out over there
1: oh i don't know it wasn't like mass produ- i mean they were all the bags take a long time to make because there's so many details everything is hand carved and hand oh. braided and hand dyed and you know my bags are really really a uh, lot a lot of details and i'm such a perfectionist that a bag isn't done until it's like you know absolutely perfect so i don't it's hard to say how many we were making but
0: so, now we're in Bali, you made uh-huh. your first set of uh bags mm-hmm. you bring them back here they 're mm-hmm. a hit, and now you go back or now you say i'm going to make these in India now, or how long did this factory or was it still going on? Do you still have a workshop there
1: f- no, no no, i had because of what happened with my I just had some a lot of issues with with the not being there and able to maintain right. things so I wound up closing that, and then I decided that I wanted to move out of there and do things in Th- – Actually, what I really wanted to do is do things here in LA. That okay. was my real vision. So I've started to do things in Los Angeles since. I've done a little bit in Thailand. I am doing more in Bali again, and I, I may actually start another thing there. We'll see. And I'm also working on a new collection. Elizabeth Patterson I was talking about in the beginning of all of this. Okay. She's the one who gave the land to me yeah, yeah, yeah. Myrtle Beach. Well, I'm actually going to be um, – the Myrtle Beach Art Museum is – going to have me as their guest of honor, which is quite an honor in November. And I'm going to donate an Elizabeth Patterson bag. It's a new collection I'm designing. I'm going to donate that to them in November and um, do a whole collection in her honor. And I'm going to try to do those in India and LA. So I'll do part of, because I'm going to encrust stones and embroider. It's going to be really incredible, beautiful uh, embroidery and stones and everything. And so... I'm going to do that'll be the first thing I've ever done in India except for my bangles I have my bangle line bangle wala
0: Bangle wala Now bangles means like, uh, bangle's bracelets like a bracelet and, and, and...
1: wala is any kind of seller Okay you have the chai wala the shoe wala Yeah yeah right. But it's also a play on wala in French here it is <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> So you've been to India how many
1: times I think around 30 31 something like that It's quite a a trip yeah
0: Your secrets for not going nuts on the flight What do you do
1: for me, especially if I'm going to be working on the other end, like I need to sleep on the plane. I think that's that's my only yeah. secret.
0: That's <laughs> sleep on the plane. Sleep. Like I'm the watch time movies change. Enjoy. How long how long does it take to you adjust to the time change?
1: I I'm think? terrible with jet lag. Okay. Most people that travel a lot are like, eh, it doesn't bother me. I I well actually, when I go there, I'm okay. It's when I come back. Coming it takes back is like two weeks. Just, yeah, me too. Two weeks. Yeah.
0: And for Asia, it's really tough. Yeah. Give me the worst flight you had, and give me a story from that.
1: Oh God. I had somebody die on my plane.
0: Oh, here we go. Next to you? Tell me it wasn't no, next to you. No, okay. no, no,
1: no. It was from India, actually, with my mom. Actually, I was really sick. I was really, really sick. And um, From India? From India. Oh,
0: shock. No, here but it we wasn't go, that
1: go. kind of sickness. It was something that was like I never actually figured out what was wrong with me. In fact, they thought I had malaria when we got... Wait, is it the malaria? same? I'm trying to think if this is the same. So you've
0: had mercury poisoning. I've had a lot mal- of
1: like, auto Exotic <laughs> diseases. Yeah, seriously.
0: Tell me the Ebola story, when you got that.
1: I had some sort of no, E. coli or, stuff that, oh, like some, or something. I don't like know what I had. Like dysentery or something I don't know. what That was a d- totally different. That was 2001. There was some epidemic, and everybody got sick.
0: In India? Yeah, in this oh. little
1: area. It was like 40 of us, including the Indians. They were sick, too, and that's when you know it's bad. Oh, when well,
0: the Indians are getting if sick. If they're
1: getting sick, then you know it's bad. Wow. No, this was a different – I. Don't, this was like just an extreme fatigue thing that lasted – long long time and um and basically uh they we were coming from india and they said is there anybody on the plane with medical experience and
0: and it's a you know full of indians so there's got to be at least one doctor in there
1: right right and basically um they make a a announcement that we have to make an emergency landing in Riyadh because they were unable to resuscitate the man and i said to my mom oh my god she goes i wonder if he'll make i said no that means he died like
0: was it they, an old man? I don't
1: know. I never saw him. Oh, they took him off because that and, was
0: back in coach. <laughs> up here in first class. No, I was
1: in coach at the time. Can't we just dump him out in no, no. coach that and was open the window? Before and... I was able to be savvy, <laughs> that's when I was a tot. I was probably I was a teenager at the time. Okay, mom and I were both slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So India, uh, people ask me about it, and I I still say, you know, and my standard line is that it's it's incredible, good, and incredible bad yeah like it's every extreme That's you know right. and uh it's it's hard you know it's not like uh travel around europe or something like that no. it's, it's definitely you hit some third world stuff there and, yeah. and it's and still the worst poverty i've ever seen yeah. anywhere and i've been to some pretty mm-hmm. tough places so when you when people ask you about it and you give them advice about india what do you tell them i mean is well, there some tips you can just give and just go look this is what you expect
1: yeah well in terms of like the Poverty. I always, you know, people say, "Oh, I don't think I can stand it." And I always say, "You, know, you look at the kids' faces that are on the street, and they're so happy. They're playing in the mud, but they're so happy." And to me, that's what it's all about. It's like it's not about It's so relative what you have, and they're – it's like they don't know any different, and they're happy. It's the simplicity right. kids of don't it know all. Any
0: better, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but then you look at the kids who are, you know, begging, mm-hmm. and you still see. It is, it's heartbreaking, you know, mm-hmm. in in some aspects. And yeah. and then you see... Well,
1: that whole thing And diseases terrible.
0: that, you know, you don't see here. I mean, right. there's like literally lepers. Right. Like going around and going, oh my, this is like biblical
1: stuff. Right.
0: Um, But as a seven-year-old, you must have seen that and gone, you know, wow. This is not something you see every day in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally night and day. You come from the south and then you go down there and that's it's a lot.
1: That's true. It was definitely... Sensory overload. I, yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't remember what I actually thought at that age about it. But it was just a. I mean, it was talk about an right. eye opener.
0: The tour group that ran my thing, and they said, "Look, you're gonna. There's gonna be beggars everywhere we go, and we're just mm-hmm. gonna try to sell you something, and you know, and everything." But they didn't encourage giving. Right, because you don't know where it's really going. And that, and then also. It, it just it there's this feeling that it does encourage a lifestyle of begging mm-hmm. forever and they go, Look, there's there's organizations we support that we know mm-hmm. where the money goes. If right. you want to give, give to this. Right. And uh, but it's so hard, you know. Yeah when you see people with you know, I with give one food foot come up to you. Right. You know.
1: Food I give because at least right. you know that that's helping, you know, and you it's not going mm-hmm. elsewhere.
0: Do people ask you about it all the time, like India? They go Mayor, should we go to India? Where should we go? Where would you tell people to go if they had like two weeks? Well,
1: see, I'm bad because I always you go You haven't the even same been to Agra, place. so. Yeah, I always go to the same places. So, okay. I, I mean, I I think what happens is I love going there so much that once I'm there, it's really hard to go anywhere else. I mean, I still want to go to Kerala. I'd like to go to Goa. I've been to Delhi. I've been to Jaipur. I love Bombay. Um, I mean, there's so many places to go. It's a big country. Yeah. I love Pune.
0: And there's so many different regions. There's like 26 different dialects yeah. and and languages and yeah. stuff. It's it's massive. Yeah. What about traveling within the country?
1: I was just thinking that. I was thinking about the story. I was on the ST bus. You know those okay, red give ST me that. buses?
0: No. What, is this the, the those, ones that... Those
1: are like the local, local.
0: Okay. It was the people you sitting on really the roof too? You
1: see foreigners on those. But yeah. Those okay, are like yeah, yeah. The, you know, the red buses where people are hanging out the sides. Yes. I traveled from Nagar to... Puna, I was like, ah, no big deal. Like, you know, everybody's saying don't do it. I'm like, ah, whatever. And that's a weird story.
0: Okay. So you paint the picture. What happened? You're you know, on the bus. You're crammed kind of in with how many a thousand other people on a bus. Yeah,
1: I mean I was really crammed in and Good thing
0: you're tiny. Good
1: yeah, thing you're small. This is such an uncomfortable story, actually. Like what happened? It was so weird. There was this guy next to me.
0: I'm sure it smelled and, great in there. I'm sure it smelled lovely. Well, by lovely. that
1: point you don't even know. Really? You, I mean you just I feel like you just are so
0: you've checked out senserally. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's
1: just like it's a given. <laughs> just like
0: it's <laughs> His funk is going to be traveling with you. Okay. Yeah,
1: well you get you know after a while you can't smell it. <laughs> you know? You're so used to it. <laughs> God willing. Yeah, right.
0: Okay, so you're in this bus and there's some creepy guy next <laughs> to creepy
1: you. Creepy guy next to me and he asked me for my friendship. And I said, I don't know what you your... Okay. Yeah, may I have your friendship? And you know, they have a an idea about foreign women or something. Yes. And so it's just very uncomfortable. I had my Jansport, you know, red backpack on my lap and I felt something on my, th- no, it wasn't like the, but I felt like something. Like- and I lifted up my backpack and his hand was on my thigh. Ooh. And it was like, I it was so unexpected and so weird. I didn't know what to do. And I, you know, like pushed it. I can't really remember exactly what happened, but basically I, w- I wanted to slap him, but like, I. Didn't, you know, it's like in hindsight, I was like, I should have slapped him, but I scolded him because that's all I. That's the only thing you can do to if you shame someone. That's mm-hmm. like so. I just you know said, "What are you doing?" Blah blah blah, and then he got off the bus. You know, wow. But um, well, the,
0: I mean, of course, in the news in the last few years, especially oh, right. women, is foreign women. They've been attacked on buses yeah, and yeah, people like used that. to
1: ask me about that. And I'd always say, "Oh, I, you know, I forgot about that." So besides that story, I didn't ever really. I mean, you get stared at, but I really yeah. I was going to ask
0: you about that. Yeah,
1: but you know, you kind—that's just the culture. I mean, they stare at you know. You, it's just, and and of course, if you look different, you know, it's interesting to look at. But I mean, there are funny things where I would go into the bazaar, like into the market, and you know, go to a jeweler or something. They would say, "Can you come home? I, you know, my family wants to meet you." And then you go there, and they dress you up in like their best clothes and take pictures with you. Yes. I've that. Yes, yes,
0: yeah. because I was going to say there was there was a. Uh, Girls in our in our group, in our tour group, and they would ask them to pose for photos all the time. Yeah. They would hand them babies and say, hey, you want you to take, take a photo a with my baby? Yeah. And they're like, why, why, what are you
1: going to do with this photo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so odd. This is when we met.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or you can go to Goa and then they had like women on the beach, the Western women in bikinis, and then be the creepy Ew. groups of like 10 Indian men walking around Gross. and acting like they weren't staring, but they were so obviously yeah. staring. Because they're pretty... I mean, there's no public displays of affection. You don't right. kiss in public there. It's a pretty right. um, it's conservative totally place.
1: Yeah, yeah. And a, a huge
0: Muslim influence, especially in in Mumbai, that I didn't know. That's right. I didn't realize. I mean, is, was there any other than that? Was there any kind of scary instances?
1: Um,
0: incidences. I should. I speak for a living.
1: I mean, so. yeah. There's. I do know of some scary things, but I mean, for the most part, I I really love India, and I don't. You know, you'd have to take the same precautions right. that you take anywhere in the world. But I do feel really at home there.
0: Have you noticed a change since, like, the Mumbai bombing and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. And,
1: I flew in the last day of that bombing.
0: Okay. I was there a year later. And we oh, okay. were still repairing some of it. Yeah.
1: Well, my friend was actually at um, Leopold's. And actually, my family... The, friends, the Leopold Cafe? I yeah, went Leopold, there. Yeah, Leopold's. Yeah. So... Um, my friend owns it, actually, and he's oh they' are kind of their relatives they're my sister in law's cousins and um my friend Mikey, was who's who I grew up in South Carolina with who follows mayor Bob also was at leopold's, and somebody said, "Hey, do you want to come meet me for a beer?" This was thirty minutes before the terrorists came in there and i I flew in a few days later. And he met me at at the Leela, that hotel that I was telling that story about in the beginning, and we drove we he came in, we had food, and then we drove all night to Nagar because it wasn't safe to be in the city, but yeah, it was, I mean, I went back to the Taj. I used to go to the Taj hotel a lot. Before.
0: Yeah. I went, in, I went in there.
1: Yeah. And that was really weird. And the saddest thing was there was waiters that I remembered that weren't there anymore. Oh. And that was really like, and I knew I, and then while I was there, I met, I heard a lot of stories and met people who were staying at the Taj, like Indians. There was one couple who was there for their anniversary and they have an incredible story of how they escaped like they heard a voice, like, like a, like God, you know, like speaking to them, like make a right, okay. And they were walking over like dead bodies and went out a stairwell that they didn't even know existed. And how they got out, they like they were guided out like wow. during the attacks while there was gunshots and, I mean, just incredible, crazy.
0: You seem to be just missing a lot of incidents. You, missed, yes. you just missed the tsunami. You just missed the terrorist attack.
1: Yes, some I know. I've had a lot. There's others too, which I can't think of right now. But I've had a lot of.
0: Well, did you notice, like, since then, I mean, has security changed oh, or, yeah. or, like, because I took the well, subway you, there in, in Delhi, I remember, and then, you know, there's metal detectors yeah. you have to go through. I don't well, know if Tosh that was already a, there. No,
1: no. The, now the hotels all have metal detectors. Like, the Taj yeah. has one.
0: I went to a and, mall in, in Mumbai and there was metal detectors yeah, that's just to new. get in the mall. That's new.
1: Yeah. That's totally new. Um, yeah. And now they have visa things. like you. Like, I have a 10-year visa for India, oh. but there's... I can't remember what it is, but you can't stay I forget what the regulations are, but the, I mean it's really gotten tighter. And SIM cards, getting a SIM card is very difficult now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's just a lot of a lot of different it's it has changed.
0: So I understand you were in a uh motorcycle accident. That's Or a moped. What a, nah, a scooter. I say
1: motorbike. Not motorbike. a scooter, not a moped, not motorbike. a motorcycle mo- yeah. Your
0: typical Asian motorbike.
1: Yes. But big. It was <laughs> Manly, right? Was
0: it? Was, <laughs> was <laughs> so, it a Harley you're going around? Not okay. quite. No. Okay. So, you, is this in Bali?
1: This is in Bali. It was still at that same hotel where I was staying, my friend's hotel. Okay. In Chunggu. and um, I had had a really good morning. Actually, I was I had just like looked out at the rice paddies. It was very grateful. Felt like I had like a little meditation. You know, felt the angels with me. It was really nice. <laughs> but on my. Uh, ipod was listening to superstar by lupe fiasco sure (laughs) was going (laughs) down the little roads and i thought you know what i'm gonna take a shortcut so i went through this wood path area and i might have punctured my tire i don't know what happened then i took a sharp turn and they were just newly paving the bridge area so there's all this powdery asphalt and i have Lupe blasting in my ears. I'm feeling really good. I take the turn and smack. Wow. So um, that was it. I was stuck under my bike. I couldn't move. I couldn't take my music out, so I couldn't hear anything. And everybody's like running towards me. My bike, the tires were stuck so deep into the asphalt. It was really difficult to pick it up and to get it off of me. But luckily, I had people there to help. And then um, it was awful. And I was wearing jeans. And the jeans, you know, I had... Cuts everywhere and, and the asphalt went into the into the wounds. And even my flip-flop went inside my foot. Oh. So I still have the scars and everything. And so I had a meeting at 9 a.m. <laughs> and I, I don't know what is wrong with me, but I kept the meeting. I still went there like all bloody. eyes really bizarre. So I went there very slowly, you know, very shaken. And they the staff was so sweet. They like cleaned all my wounds for me. And I, I guess I was afraid to go to the clinic or the hospital there. Yes, so I what didn't,
0: kind of level of uh, healthcare are we talking about? Yeah, right. Emergency exactly. healthcare in uh, Bali. Exactly. What does it look like?
1: So yeah, well, I'll get to that because I did go. Ooh. So, but I didn't want to go. I was, aff- I think I was just afraid. So I just cleaned it. Probably put some hydrogen peroxide, maybe some iodine on it, and then went home. And that night, it got really bad. It was like felt like a knife was cutting through my knee. Sorry to get infected. So wow. I had to go the next day to the clinic, and they said, Oh, you should have come sooner. And they, oh, it was awful. They said, Okay, we're going to spray some, uh, any, uh, 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 yeah. No, no, not, uh, like
0: neosporin kind no, of thing. No, no,
1: no. They're going to spray, uh, gasoline. Na- yeah, <laughs> a numbing agent. I can't think of Okay, what it is. like so a I'm,
0: Novocaine type stuff. Yeah.
1: So they sprayed it all over and I, you know, and they started to start scrubbing. I'm like, no, no, no. I can feel everything. Please wait. So they said, okay, we'll give you an injection, which I didn't want to do. But finally I said, okay. It was so bad. And I have a very high tolerance for pain. Um, so they injected me with this whatever. And still I could feel everything. And, and they said, well, why don't we go get you a drink? That was actually how they first started. So they went and they got – they brought me red wine in a plastic bag with a straw <laughs> So I drank that first. Because all all your
0: best vintages come in a a plastic bag with a straw.
1: I guess so. So I tried to do that. But, I mean, wine doesn't really – I mean, (laughs) I don't know how much I would have to have had of the wine to really – had it made a difference. It didn't do anything. So I gave that away. And then um, he – they just start scrubbing. And I said, please wait. I could – you know, it hasn't kicked in yet. But they they wouldn't. And they had these long forceps and they were trying to get all the asphalt out. I am telling you what they did – was far worse than the accident itself, like times a hundred. It was one of the most painful. It was going out through the nerve of my toe. Everything was excruciating. Oh. It was horrible, and I was actually I was crying. I was sweating, and my whole body was shaking. I had a pool of sweat under me from the pain, and oh. they were holding me down. It was awful. And then at the end, they finished, and that's when the 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 novocaine drug, whatever it was kicked in. Oh,
0: so my God. Stupid. <laughs> so, what's next for you? Where do you want to go? What would be your dream destination? Because everywhere else you go after India, it must be a piece of cake for you. Yeah. Other well, than going to, like, Afghanistan. I miss yeah.
1: Europe. I need to go back to Europe. Okay. I'm needing, like, some nice... I need a vacation. <laughs> I've had a tough year, so I need a All vacation. Right. <laughs> that would be nice. Where
0: would you go? I just came back. I was just in Croatia. Oh, in the- that's right. I would love yeah. to go to Croatia. It's beautiful. I'd beautiful. love
1: to go... I want to go, you know, Paris and Italy. And You've been
0: to those places. Right? Yeah. I okay.
1: know. I mean, these are not like dream destinations. I mean, they are dream destinations, but they're just, I want to go back there. But, um, in terms of where I haven't been, I want to go to Africa.
0: Me too. Yeah. I've only been to South Africa. So I want to, I wanna to go New to South
1: America. Africa. and yeah. I want to go everywhere. Me too. Um, I haven't been to Australia. I've,
0: you were right there. you have been in Bali, 5 50 I know. In times. fact, I
1: had like I ha- I did have a ticket to go there and I had to change it. Um
0: You know, it's it's great, but it's not that big of a culture shock, you know, it's just like yeah. it's like well, I it's like friends. here except with a lot of uh, space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's no people. Right, right. Know. Right. Why well, do there's Beautiful. friends I want to see though. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the Aussies are everywhere. You always meet Aussies.
0: Yeah, you do. They travel. They get they get around. They get around, they get around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um I want to hear I love a good police chase story.
1: Okay. I was in Bali. And, the- and um, this was before I started my own factory workshop thing. I was working with these other people and the guy was also a designer and he was stealing my designs. He wasn't making my stuff and he was putting his stuff ahead of mine.
0: Oh! And we
1: got in this huge fight. And so I went in there and I basically took all my stuff out of there. And um, he was so upset. He, he sent this like, he sent the I, I don't even know what he was I guess all I knew was that he was a policeman I thought he was a policeman you know okay so what happened was I was I had a friend who had this little boutique hotel there and he was gone he was in London and so I had the whole hotel to myself I had the whole staff everything and thanks for
0: the call by the way
1: Yeah. and so that night I think I had like a date or something and I was like getting ready and they, they call me Mejara because I can't say Mara for whatever reason <laughs> they go oh Mejara you have a visitor and I'm like okay so I come out and it's this policeman and he says you know um Alfia sent me to to he wants to I I need to see your visa. He wanted wow. to make sure I was on the right visa. And I was like, "Oh my god. I don't even think I had my my passport was I think I was getting an extension at the time or something. My passport was not even with me." And I was freaking out. So I called all my friends who um were like up in the Indonesian society of like, "What do I do?" So my friend said, "Okay, just be really nice, buy him a drink, just you know, charm him. So I said, "Okay." So I go, "Hi." You know, what can I get you? You know, here I am with this hollow right. hotel to myself. What can we get you? He's like, oh, it's okay. You know, I have iced tea. I'm like, okay. So we start talking. He's like, "Let me see your passport and all these things." And I'm like, oh. and So we, just, you know, I'm just trying to change the subject. I'm like, "Well, what else do you do?" And he says, "Um, that he had a glass." I don't even think I asked him. I don't think I would know to ask him what else do you do. But he said that he had some a glass engraving business, like glass carving. And I said, can you engrave on leather? And he said, yeah. Now, mind you, I had just spent the last three weeks trying to find somebody that can engrave on leather. So here he was, just like sent to me out of the blue. I felt like, like this was a really serendipitous moment that so this guy shows up.
0: All also engraves leather?
1: Policeman, in you quotes. can't see me, but in, in quotes. quotes. Okay. So, so uh, I so I said. Thank you, Allah. Oh, my God. You've been, you've sent this. <laughs> and I said it to him. I was like, I can't believe it. You do this. I've been looking everywhere. This is amazing. So now he's really excited. He's like, yeah, I can do this. And he's like, actually, I have a restaurant, too. Do you want to go eat at my restaurant? And I'm like, oh, you know, I can't. Um, next thing, he gets on the phone with Elf and he goes, do you know, Mehera is a very nice girl. You shouldn't have sent me to do this. You know, blah, blah, blah. So that was it. That was the end of it. And then I went away to the Gili Islands and I, I I guess he kept texting me. I can't remember that part. But my manager at the time kept writing to me. He wants to know – he keeps writing to me. Why your boss not respond to me? What's happening? You know. But that's how I got out of that.
0: <laughs> did, did he actually work for you?
1: Did no. He I never – after that I was like I don't want to be involved with that. It just was too – I think he was maybe a policeman also. I, I have no idea, and I just didn't <laughs> want to be You never quite know. I didn't want to get, you know.
0: Okay, so when's your next trip?
1: I think end of November.
0: End of November. Back to
1: I think India? Bali and oh. India. I want to do both, uh, both. but they're okay. going to be different trips. So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work. Bali. I need to have some work I have to do in Bali. So, but I also have work I have to do in India. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't hold me to any of this. But end of November, something might happen.
0: <laughs> and healthy? You're healthy. I know you've had some life stuff I with think your family, so. and yeah. I wish them the best. They, yeah, everybody's getting, okay.
1: Getting them healthy, and I, I think I'm healthy.
0: That's good. No more, no more mercury or I some crazy not. tropical I haven't done a disease. Test
1: in a long time, but I think I'm free.
0: Any other uh, stories of being uh, accosted by police or anything like that? Um, any broken down uh, trains or planes or automobiles? Or?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, I think as my first trip. We were really late for the train station in India. And uh, we thought that our driver was drunk because he had this glass bottle next to him that looked like whiskey. I still never know what it was. It might have just been water. But we were so late and he pulls over because – oh, we ran out of gas. And then – Wow, he, He's like, oh, I have to go get gas. And he had to like, he walked really far. He's trying to get oh. to ride. He couldn't get anything. So he's walking really far. And then he's getting ready to go. And he opens the door and it falls off. The door fell off. So the whole way, but it, I think it was the passenger door. It like a
0: Mr. Bean skit. So
1: it was totally. And so the guy, we had this <laughs> oh, guy God. traveling with us. who was like a black belt. And he had to hold the door on the whole way. He had, we had to roll down the window. Oh. He had his arm out the door and he was holding it on. And I think we, this is anticlimactic because I cannot remember if we missed the train or not. I think we missed the train after all that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh my God, I just started more stories, like Greece stories and Greece. Yeah. When were you there? 2001. 2000 So you know, I haven't been. One.: 2001.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that was on, it's on my list. I've been there, but it's one of those things where I like, I wanted to go with uh, a
1: a woman.: Yeah. yeah. I, that, I, I went there alone. <laughs> Actually, that was my first trip. That I really like traveled by myself. I right. was in acting school in London, and it was the end of um, my time there. And I said, "I'm going to go to Greece at the end of this and go island hopping." And I had dyed, I had cut, I had been to Italy during the spring break, and I cut my hair off, and it was dyed platinum blonde. If you can imagine this,
0: I can't really, but yeah,
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to post some photos of those oh, if I can find them. <laughs> um, and so I showed up in the middle of the night in athens with no hotel room nothing and i didn't know what i was doing anyway i, I found some place at the hotel, at the airport they said yeah I'll go to this place and i took the bus and then the train or something into the city and i showed up at this hotel and it was one of those ones that had the metal gates where you you know they like you know like in a mall when they close yeah, it yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was that was a hotel entrance and so <laughs> i get there maybe by this time it's like six thirty in the morning and he opens. and He's like, "Oh yeah, you called from the airport. <laughs> We're <laughs> expecting you." So he lets me in. He takes me to this tiny office, and he says, uh, "We're not going to have your room ready until whatever time, but I'll, you can have breakfast now if you want." So he takes me in this like the breakfast was horrible. It's like cheese and crackers. Yeah. And it wasn't a real breakfast. And then he takes me back to the office, and he says, "You know, how long are you going to be here?" And I said, "I don't know. I think two weeks." Which I wound up saying for a month, actually. And he said, where are you going to go? I said, I don't know. I want to go to different islands and things. And he goes, oh, well, do you want to see the Acropolis? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, I've never been. I said, oh, how long have you lived Athens? He goes, oh, I was born here. I was like, you've never Come been.
0: Come on. He had never he seen. He was a
1: liar. Of so course. So he, um, I didn't know this. So he had, uh, he said, oh, these people gave me free tickets. So I'll take you. And I said, okay. And then he started, but, you know, just to cover myself, you know, I said I had a boyfriend and, you know, this mm-hmm. whole thing which doesn't mean anything to a great right. man I learned and figured out. And so he um, basically, he started taking me around. He took me on the motorcycle, but the Acropolis was closed for construction at the time. Oh. So I didn't sadly get to go in. But then he said, do you want to go to see Poseidon's temple in Sunio? And I said, yeah. So we went down south on his motorbike. And at one point, I thought, oh, my God, what am I doing? I am such a stupid girl. I am. By myself, in the middle of nowhere, I don't know this person on the back of his motorcycle. And then I did have a a kind of a – talking about philosophical before – a moment where I thought, well, you know what? I'm here. I better just let any kind of worry go and just enjoy and then I fell asleep on the back of the bike <laughs> oh. because I was so tired. I hadn't slept the night before. And that was also pretty scary to wake up and be like, oh, I think I just had a dream. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the back of a motorcycle right now. <laughs> and then we went to Poseidon's Temple, which was actually incredibly beautiful. It was on the cliffs. In the- it was really, really gorgeous. But then I wanted to be on my own and, 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 and go to the islands. And, and this guy was trying to come with me. And I was so freaked out about it. So, But I had to find out the ferry time. So what I did was I had to call the front desk, and in case I got him, I asked for every single ferry time, every single island, so that he wouldn't know which one I was going to go to. And then, because he said, I'm going to take off two weeks, and I'm going to come with oh, you. I said, no. no, you're not. So then I, I, uh, I went to the port, and I wound up island hopping, and I, I stayed for a month, and it was incredible. I went to, I don't know, six or seven different islands. And then I was going to go through Turkey. I was going to work my way yeah. up through Bodrum. And, but I, I, I stopped at Coast. In Greece, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go home now because I know I'll be back. Have you been back? No, not yet, but I will. I, <laughs> I will. wanna go,
0: I wanna go, but I mean, am I wrong in thinking it's like I'd wanna be yeah. like a guy on these islands and going, but oh, this, yeah. is, this is romantic and lovely? And Yeah, know, I yeah. mean, you
1: would meet people, but yeah, it is a nice place, I think, too. Um,
0: yeah, so I, I've been saving it for that.
1: Yeah, and I think that makes sense.
0: I was trying to fit it in on this Croatia trip, it didn't, didn't happen.
1: Yeah, well, you've got, you know what you're doing with it. I got
0: time. Yeah, I got time. Um, let's see. That's a good story.
1: Mm-hmm. There's yep. more Greece stories too. Oh, like the, a sea urchin. I stepped on a sea urchin. Oh. Do we have time?
0: <laughs> you, have lot of, you have a lot of injuries. Well, now we're You're here. Might as well get them all. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, one more. What's your sea I urchin I really story? wanted to go to Ikaria. It's the island in the North Aegean. And I had read about it in London, that it was this incredible, that they had hot springs, and all these amazing therapeutic Things I like, I have to go there. So I wound up meeting this girl on the very first island from LA, who's still my friend today. And she was she was like on the run from some Greek guy. She had mm-hmm. been I don't even know. She had done laundry at his mom's house, and she's like, "Can you will you come with me and and pick it up?" And so we went to the roof and like stole like not stole because it was hers, but you know like got all the laundry and. And then we wound up traveling together for a couple of weeks and then we were supposed to leave on the same day, but I kept wanting to go to this island and it just seemed impossible like I was going to get there. And I met these two gay boys from Australia who said, Hey, we're going to Ikaria to- tonight. Do you want to come there? And I was like, yes, I've been <laughs> wanting to go there. So I told Chaitanya, my friend, I think I'm going to stay. So we wound up, I left. I mean, I went with them. We wound up taking a, um, a ferry that night to Ikaria, and, uh, I was really emphatic about finding these hot springs, so we had. Oh, this is actually funny. Uh, the what happens later, I just remembered. So we had to hike through. it's, re- it's not like hot springs this way. You have to like. Re- there's like red stones that you have to follow the path and like little arrows. It's like a scavenger hunt. Finally, we get there and we jump in the ocean. We're so happy. We're so free. We're in the hot water and it's incredible. Like, when you're in a natural hot spring, it's this cold ocean water and then it meeting this hot.
0: Hot oh, so spring. it's uh, it's in the ocean. It's in
1: the ocean. It's not so like it's a manufactured the- thing. It's the real hot spring. And there was nobody there because it was so hard to find. Yeah. It was oh, that incredible. Sounds great. So, you know, they're playing in the water. I'm playing in the water. It's just like, ah. Oh, it was just, it was heaven, you know, jumping around. But, and mind you, like I said, this was like a, a mile or more, you know, just to get there. So, all of a sudden, I feel something really sharp. Ow! And one of the boys said, ow, I cut my toe. I'm like, no, ah, I really just linked to my foot. And I picked up my foot. I had all these spines oh. inserted into the bottom of the foot. I had stepped on a sea urchin. So I get out of the water, and it's 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 very painful because I think they inject like a poison. It's like a
0: toxin. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So like I said, we had walked like this and mile to gotta- get there. And now I have to get back and – these boys are not going to carry me. Oh. <laughs> so, so I had to walk back.
0: You're on your own, girlfriend. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think I was wearing these Bergenstocks or something at the time. And I was walking on the inside of my foot so that oh. I wouldn't keep pushing the needles. And I tried to pull the needles out, which you're not do. Oh, they're supposed barbed or something, right? Yeah, they are. They're like arrows going in. So if you pull it out, it, it yeah. wedges into your foot. But I didn't know that. Oh, I mean, oh my God. So we get to this, to the like main part of this little area. And they said, oh, um, you know, the, oh, actually one of the doctors, this guy was like laughing. He goes, ah, <laughs> I know how painful it is. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, thanks. So we go into this, um, this other place that was also hot springs. That was, uh, this was more manufactured and it was coming from like into a bathtub. And I thought, well, since we're here, even though I'm in pain, maybe this will help like going into this therapeutic hot spring. Let's just do this before we go to a doctor, or do anything else. So we go in And everybody has their own room. There's, like, three little bathtubs, like, individual rooms side by side. And we're just, you know, in the bathtub. And I hear Jimmy. I think it was Jimmy. I hear him, like, gargling and everything. And he had had a cold or something. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I'll gargle and I'll put my face in. I really want to get the full, you know – experience in therapy. Then this woman from Maui that was running it, she was knocking on the door, hurry up, get out. You got to get out now. Your time's up. And I was like, Oh God, they're so cheap. Like, just nobody else is here. Like, why do they care? We're in the, we'll pay like a little extra. It's okay. She's like, no, get out. These are radioactive hot springs. You're not supposed to be in there for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> so I come out and my hair is soaking wet. And Jimmy and I, the, the two of us are, like he had, in his room, he had, you know, gotten all wet too and gargled. And he, they, she said, did you put your head under the water? I'm like, mm-hmm. Also we, drink it she's like oh, this is radioactive. radioactive i don't know what that means but that so that later that night i got sick i don't know if it was the sea urchin in my foot or the radioactive hot springs but i did start to feel feverish and we at our hotel is like a, all the germans were there and they were all having, they were having a dance party it was like a like a tap dancing i don't know what they were doing and i'm sitting there they told me the best way they're a cure for everything in greece and italy but in greece is to put olive oil well it too (laughs) but olive oil so i was dunking cotton olive oil
0: what is cotton
1: balls drenched in olive oil on my foot sounds delicious it was weird Mm. didn't do anything and so i'm watching the dance party i'm like just mm, with a fever you know soaking my foot then i spent the whole month walking on it i you know i couldn't I didn't. I never got it down. Finally, when I got home, they had to like shave layers of my skin off at the dermatologist and take it like with a needle, with again with the forceps. Oh my God! Pull them out of my foot, and I had holes. I had the holes <laughs> left after. Now they've healed.
0: So, did you get the mercury poisoning after, s- soon after the oh! radioactive water?
1: Mike, you might be putting this all together.
0: Yeah, maybe uh, maybe the radioactive water might I'm have gonna, something. I'm
1: going to look into this. That probably it is the be, case. It
0: could be worth looking Actually, into.
1: Actually, it that is probably where it came from.
0: Did you talk to the, any of the other guys again? That maybe was gargling the water. That
1: Jules and Jimmy, if you hear this and you've had any mercury yeah. <laughs> symptoms, please send me let an email. Me know. Yeah.
0: Oh God, sounds like you got it. You got it laid out pretty well.
1: I guess so. You're doing pretty well. Yeah, serendipitous it does its thing. Kind of flows. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Are you worried that like this is kind of taking over the? you know, the acting thing and all that stuff. I'm
1: a true believer that it'll all fit together how it's supposed to. So I, you know, I always say like, I can do everything and people say, no, it, it, it is hard. I have real, this year I have realized how timing is, can be really hard to do everything for the first time, really getting a taste of it. But um, I do have tremendous faith that I will be able to, to do both.
0: Do you have a philosophy in terms of travel and, what it means to you and how it's changed your perspective on the world?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't have a philosophy, but I just, I think traveling is so magical. And I, I love discovering new places. I really love, uh, having never been somewhere and then just everything that comes, there's magic. I think it's, it's a really amazing feeling. So yeah. And, and just, you never, I always love hearing people's stories as I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Almost so, worth
0: starting a podcast. Though?
1: Yeah, it's a, you could go somewhere <laughs> with that. Um, so I think I think that kind of follows me now. Wherever I am, I meet people. You know, people always say, "Oh, how do you know them?" Or you know, it's like really random things of how I met them. Or you know, and I I just I love I like I think it's made me very open. I'm really incredibly open. I love new
0: experiences. So send people to your website. Spell it
1: for us. Okay, okay. there's. W-W-W-L-U-M-E-R-A, mm-hmm. Then I started another line that's like things from around the world made by amazing artisans called Mera de Lima. It's M-E-R-A-D-E-L-I-M-A.com.
0: <laughs> we'll have links to this at travelcastpodcast.com. <laughs> and,
1: and then there's uh, Bangle Walla, okay. which is the Bengals.
0: Bangle Walla, Walla. W-A-L-L-A-H.com. Okay. And what about acting stuff? You know, That's what coming can people, back. What have people seen you in? Where he, might they recognize you? Well, from?
1: before mercury poisoning, <laughs> Dawson's Creek, <gasps> the Oscar-nominated Big Mama's House Two,
0: Big Mama's House Two,
1: <laughs> did an episode or two of Guiding Light. Oh well, some critically acclaimed smash hits. Yes. <laughs> so now that the mercury is gone and I'm I'm ready to return to acting.
0: Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad you could finally come in. Me too. You were this tough to track fun. down. That's it,
1: true, but this was a pure delight. Thank was you for it? having oh, me. Oh, good. Yes.
0: No, you were great. Thank you so much. Mara Bloom, everybody.